Previously on RDK. So yeah, that was Sarah Heworth, which I think preceded another show for you, Sarah, is that right? Yes, I then went to see I Wish My Life Were Like a Musical, Mm -hmm. which was, I'm going to say it was my favourite show that I saw at the Fringe. Mm. Um, This was four musical theatre performers, um, all individually extremely talented, Mm. and as a group, they were just fantastic Mm -hmm. and the show was about being a musical theater performer so lots of uh for me Mm. there were a lot of jokes and references Mm -hmm. that i completely understood and could recognize um and yeah it was just it was a fantastic show Mm. and so simple like they were just in (laughs) it was almost like the venue was an inside joke because it was essentially a black box yeah. with a dance mat on the floor, mm-hmm. which is so like theater school, yeah. um, musical theater room, you know, yeah. and then blue, blue stage lighting mm-hmm. with sort of white tones, and then mm-hmm. like four sort of cabaret chairs. Mm. Um, and they did things like a tap number in the middle of the show. Mm. And for the finale is sort of the, you know, and you have to do this stupid tap routine, which leaves everyone out of breath and everything. But you just have to smile and, and keep the performance on. And, and they, they touched on things like working as a swing or an, mm. as an understudy for a role. And, and, you know, that moment where you've been told that you're to go on, but then the entire audience is disappointed that they're not seeing their favorite <laughs> their favorite performer and it's you instead but this is your moment and you know all of all of yeah. the things about auditions yeah it was yeah. it was fantastic i yeah. absolutely loved it right we're gonna get to shakespeare for breakfast in a minute but i just want to actually uh, say one more thing which is that when i went to sarah keyworth and i was leaving the venue I had earlier that day thought, you know, I wonder if this, this other comedian who's called, who's Mexican called um, Lara Ricotti, who's, uh, well, she, anyway, she, she's a deaf comedian and, and she's very, very funny. And I just sort of, I thought that her style of comedy was a bit similar to Sarah Keyworth. She was just at the end, at the sort of exit to the venue um, as I was leaving. And I, I just, it blew my mind even more. Oh I my goodness, thought, yeah. so exciting. Yeah. <laughs> um, Yay. I, I just, I couldn't, like, it was just such a weird um, thing to, to happen. Because um, that show was not, it wasn't like that show only happened once, you know, there were a lot of shows. Um, so obviously, yeah. either she went to all of them or I just happened to get the lucky one where I saw Lara Cotti. And I wanted to say, you're a comedian too, but I didn't. So, uh, <laughs> oh well, probably a good thing because I'd have probably just said something silly. So anyway, uh, on to the next morning. It's 11.15am. What do we see? Oh yeah. Even though I've already said it. We saw Shakespeare for breakfast. Yep. Uh, basically, they were doing a show of of Shakespeare's writing with modern dialogue and a lot of in-jokes um, and things. And we were, while we were watching it, or rather before, in my case, we ate a croissant and drank some coffee, or in Sarah's case... Orange juice with bits. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, dear. So, so, Sarah, what did you think of Shakespeare for Breakfast as a whole? What did I think of it? Um, well, okay. I thought it was okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it slightly gave me CBB's presenter vibes. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Um, yeah. Okay. It it was I was let's just say I was surprised at the end mm. when they said that they also did a Shakespeare for kids mm-hmm. because in my head that was very kid friendly <laughs> already. Yeah. I mean there were some there were some 
other there were some jokes in it that kids would have not appreciated or I that's mean, not really how it works with kids is it they would have not understood or yeah but i felt they if they wanted to do an adult shit there were mm. a few points where they they were yeah. gonna have a dirty joke or something right, right. and they were like uh, can't yeah, do yeah, that yeah, 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 you yeah. know and then i was i was like i mean fair enough i'm all yeah. right without them but like mm. yeah it just yeah. i don't know the whole the whole shit it was it was okay yeah. it it didn't blow mm-hmm. my mind or no okay for for yeah, me it was odd because I I really liked uh, the, the there were some songs in it which were really really good I thought um, and it was definitely a clever way because they did they did uh, the Winter's Tale in sort of mm. as as a as a modern play essentially um, with a lot of jokes it was easy and, to follow I liked that yeah they they definitely told you the story and the songs were good and I thought basically you know that was really really good um, and then the next show I watched was another Shakespeare and a sort of an adaptation and sort of adding comedy to a sh- to a play that is is quite well known and um I you know, it was just so so incredible um I didn't even realize like that the Shakespeare breakfast was not the best way that you could have done that kind of thing until I saw um the handlebars do 12th night sort of all of 3 hours later and um yeah it was it was unbelievably good um yeah So do you want to explain some more about that show yeah i would love to <laughs> yeah. um i do like the sound of my own voice um <laughs> um so yeah basically the handlebars are part cyclist group part uh acting troupe <laughs> they they basically cycle around the uk i think it is basically just the uk and and perform you know the play that they're doing at that point and um i think uh, yeah, I think your mum saw them advertised um, when when you guys went back down through Scotland. Um, and but yeah, their their show was was really 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 good. Um, I think the best thing about it was all the the ways that they got all the characters in who they didn't have enough access for because they were literally it was a group of four people doing the whole of Twelfth Night. You know, every single line from Twelfth Night, as far as I could tell, um, was included. And they got one audience member to play one character to play sort of yeah one character essentially at, 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 towards the end. And other than that, it was literally all them um, just, uh, you know, um, switching roles in the most inventive ways that I've, I've seen. Um, because then you sort of realize that like holding up a hat at the level of someone's head, you know, that does be- then become the character that they previously were when they sort of, um, you know, put on a, a different jumper and the jumper is actually held on, the, on, on like a clothes hanger in front of them. And then they and they sort of they run out from behind the clothes hanger and go, put the hat back on and then they can talk to each other. And it's just. You know, uh, it was mind blowing, and I'm sure that's uh, a well known technique, actually. But I um, was not really aware of it properly, and the accents in the whole show were amazing. And I didn't even know where people were from by the end because, you know, I I assumed that they were from places that they sort of sounded like at the beginning, um, but then by the end they'd sort of done so many accents that um, and nailed all of them <laughs> that I thought, you know, yeah. are you Irish? Are you, you know, RP? Are you from Birmingham? Um, the Birmingham accent was one of the best, actually. Um, yeah. Uh, I think probably my second or third favorite thing that I saw at the Fringe um, after what I saw next. Yeah. yeah. Yes, which was. Well, how do we even introduce this one? <laughs> oh gosh. Listen to the RGK kids. One of them is not a kid. Well, I guess we should just go to that show then, probably, because you and actually went out that Twelfth Night production. So, um, what was the next thing that we saw uh, at the Fringe on the nineteenth? We saw Bagbid. Yeah. By Crybabies. That's it. Which was so much better than I thought it would be. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. This 
this was a show that um Angus had picked out. Yeah. Um, I'm not gonna lie. Shall I read the <laughs> um the description yeah. that was in the in the program? Yeah, why not? Why not? Okay. Join Edinburgh Comedy Award nominees Crybabies on a sci-fi infected narrative sketch adventure about finding home, forbidden love, magic, mystery, and massive regret. <laughs> so, I mean, from from the uh, description, I was, you know, it it sounded exciting. Mm. Was not prepared for how much I actually really enjoyed it. Mm. Once I was there, <laughs> yeah. Um, so when when Sarah says uh, I picked out the show, basically, what happened was about about a year ago, my brother um, rang rang up and said on the phone that uh, me and my mom and dad should watch a like Instagram clip of this uh, comedian pretending to be a um, I think it was this one that he said basically this guy pretends to be every every British person in a, in in a sort of um, Christmas in a rom com set at Christmas time, and. Um, I, we you know we watched it and I thought that was you know all right and then I watched like all of his other Instagram videos because of course it was actually really 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 good and yeah he's in the he's in the comedy troupe called called Crybabies Comedy um, so you know it was just it, like thanks James because you know I would not have heard of him and I believe James found him through um, Greg James he mentioned him on his on one of the radio shows or something um, or a podcast so you know, through a random series of events, we, we found this basically hidden gem because it wasn't really advertised uh, around the city, was it? I only saw no, one poster yeah. for it, so yeah. But it was well attended, it was the full audience. So. Oh yeah. Mm. It was so clever mm. and they what they did so well was multi-rolling mm, mm. Um, and it really put Porter Vision to shame, I'm going to be honest. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. um, they, so, they were so smooth in mm. their changes. Mm. They So they had a... Um, a screen at the back mm-hmm. um which they would essentially i mean sometimes they'd even be saying continuing a line yeah. as they were clearly you know going around the back changing and then they'd come back as another character yeah. it was just it showed such range yeah, yeah. especially in ed mm-hmm. he had a lot of fun characters yeah yeah um and yeah it was just hilarious honestly the screen was clever as well because the screen became like uh, an, a, a sci-fi sort of chamber, didn't it, as well? Yeah. As in like they shone a light sort of through the screen. It was sort of tra- translucent uh, white fabric and it and it looked actually like with the with the minimum amount of actual money going into it, it was like the most effective way of, of doing, um, you know, sci-fi, um, of getting a sci-fi sort of feeling. And actually the start of the show was sort of two astronauts um, like in orange sort of suits um, with basically cardboard boxes in their head. Oh my gosh, that was so clever. Yeah, I mean, literally just just like three torches, probably one inside the helmet and two on the on the front, and like some yeah, dry but... ice and and that you know and and already like you you felt like you were in space. It was it was amazing. Yeah, but also just the way they were doing that was um, sort of because they had the helmets on, mm. they couldn't really hear each other. Yeah, and they they weren't even forming sentences. But then in the background was this PowerPoint which yeah. was showing what they were saying. Yeah. And it was so simple. I mean, that yeah. is a PowerPoint and some boxes on their heads, yeah. and they're talking gibberish. And mm. it was hilarious. Yeah, the way we know it's a PowerPoint, by the way, is because I was uh, for half of the time probably I was just watching Ed click the buttons um, on, on the <laughs> <Of> PowerPoint. <course. laughs> no, I, I glanced over once and I saw Ed was was clicking all the all the <laughs> buttons to make all the all the uh, subtitles basically um, progress. 
Um, yeah, that was, it was so clever. And actually, one of the twists of that of that joke was when the astronaut took his helmet off. And of course, he sounded um, as he did with the helmet on, um, which was very <laughs> clever as well. Um, I also think that the name uh, Chris Mystery is one of the funniest things. Uh, if you say Chris Mystery fast enough, it of course sounds like Chris Christmas Mystery. Tree. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that led to, this is spoilers by the way, but that led to one really poignant moment when Bagbeard, who is an alien um, species who wears a plastic bag as a beard, um, and that's you know, his race, um, when Bagbeard um, said Chris Mystery correctly, um, and that was a very touching moment. Um, as was the like the three word payoff for what Bagbeard was been saying the whole the whole show. Do you remember that bit, Sarah? Oh yeah, that was um, Bagbeard only really said three words, mm. which um, were where, no, and can, mm. um, and they set it up just perfectly because in this really sort of emotional moment with uh, one of Ed's characters. Mm. Uh, he goes, you know, can anywhere compare with this? And then, and then Bagbeard goes, no, where can? <laughs> it's really yeah. sad. It was, it was incredible. Um, yeah, because like all the laughs in the show, and then all it's just going, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah it was so nice. <laughs> Everyone yeah. suddenly realised what yeah. the words were for. Yeah, no, it was very clever. But yeah, t- ten out of ten, five out of five. You know. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I really did. Yeah. Um, and then we went um we went back to mm-hmm. the apartment yep and we recorded some footage for the preparing to configure windows music video which is a song that angus wrote which if you haven't heard it go back and listen to it in episode three because <laughs> It's going to go yeah. viral, guys. It is. We've actually finished the song as well since then, so that's only segmented version. Um, yeah, it's the ending has slightly changed to allow for another verse. Yeah, absolutely. Um, also because um, we wanted to rhyme Greg's with eggs. <laughs> and Angus um, wanted to make scrambled eggs. Yeah. So that had to be a feature in the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. it will be a feature in the music video. Definitely, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which um, we also found out we're not the most skilled in no the... i mean multitasking sort of filming and and making scrambled eggs is 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 tough um, yeah I also say, a kitchen was... you've never met, you've never used <laughs> That's before true. and and gas you know? which i don't cook cook on when i cook <laughs> once in a blue moon um but i will say i have no excuse actually because i was doing zero of the filming in the time that i was um i was cooking i was occasionally yeah, so... sort of suggesting shots but i was basically cooking scrambled the... eggs poorly is what i was doing <laughs> If the camera shakes, that's me laughing. Yeah. So. I think the funniest moment actually was when I tried to open a cupboard, and I in, oh, yeah. inadvertently pulled the uh, fan extractor above the uh, above, yeah. above the, the the hobs or the the gas rings, and and uh, the sound of the the fan gave me a right old scare, to say the least. <laughs> um, and the vi- the video of me flinching is uh, is good, good, yes. good watch. Sarah watched it many times that evening. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, we, we should say we were we were um, we walked back alone because um, Deborah and David, who were obviously uh, running the trip essentially, <laughs> um, went to watch uh, Alice Fraser, who is a comedian. And I don't know what that show was like. Do you know anything about it, Sarah? I know that they enjoyed it. I do too. They really um, enjoyed it. Yeah, but yeah. So we, maybe we'll have a future episode where we learn more about that show from the very people who saw it. But until such a time, we will move on, shall we? Yeah. Next day. Next day. So post noon, 
mm-hmm. a rare nice lion. lion. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, that was it. Was good. Uh, what do we What do we see post noon, Sarah? We saw Ryan Young, the Ryan amazing Young. folk fiddlist. Yes, indeed. He was very good, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. He was fantastic. Yeah, playing with a, a guitarist called David. Yeah, who was um, who's a member of a folk band that my family love hmm. called Rura. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just shows how skilled yeah he is as a musical performer. Yeah, because uh, he doesn't play the guitar in <laughs> in Rura. Yeah, <laughs> plays a completely different instrument, mm-hmm. and yet here he is smashing it on the guitar yeah. no i mean he he said didn't he? he said i'm terrible at guitar at one point um, i mean <laughs> dude yeah it was it was quite perplexing because he just you know uh sent chills was, down all of our spines basically he was spines. a really good uh person to accompany mm. ryan is with as well yes yeah. you could tell he really enjoyed seeing ryan go for it yeah, know, yeah, yeah 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 watching everyone else's reaction to mm-hmm. the to the music as well yeah and you could tell they actually really did get on i think i thought anyway um yeah it was unbelievable i've listened to his album quite a few times now since actually in one song in particular I've, um it's probably my most played song this month i'd imagine which i will link in the show notes guys um <laughs> but yeah um no it was a, it was a very good um uh way to have have your sort of uh post noon day beginning Oh, yeah, because also we were served during the show. Yeah, we were. I it was had... lovely. We were well because we were sat at tables, mm. weren't we? So it was. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so we got served. Yeah. Um, I had a ginger beer. What did you have, Sarah? Oh, I had water. It's quite boring. Okay. But <laughs> I um, think the 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 theme for me, we can all agree, yeah. was that I seem to be constantly dehydrated. That's true. Yeah. Even though I was drinking <laughs> all the time. Yeah, there was a lot of water consumption throughout the Edinburgh Fringe. Yeah. Must be the Scottish air or something. <laughs> or maybe you just really like Scottish water and you just wanted more and more and more. It, it is better up north, mm, mm. I have to say. Listen to the RGK kids, one of them is not a kid. We haven't mentioned food yet, Sarah, but I think now is a good time. Oh, to... now is a great time <laughs> to mention food. Yeah. Because we went to a great place for we lunch. We truly did. We truly did. Stack and still. Mm-hmm. That's that's what it was called. Yeah. It was a pancake restaurant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was quite the experience. I have yeah. to say. You could you could make your own. Yeah. They were all really big. <laughs> they had like more All quite stats. unhealthy. <laughs> yeah. I thought what was amazing to me was like I was just so overwhelmed by the menu. Like like I've never been as overwhelmed by a menu. Like I think I was like verbally boring by the amount I was just like guys I just can't I can't decide like I just went for ones they made before basically um but like yeah it it, it, like was so colorful and like there was quite all right music and the staff were friendly I think I don't know the music seemed to be literally like my playlist yeah yeah yeah, that's right something every single song that came on I was like oh I know this yeah it was either either you knew it was on your your playlist it was like one of your least favorite songs at the moment (laughs) yeah yeah. Yeah. Like I don't really like Harry Styles, but <laughs> yeah, that was quite funny. Yeah. Yeah. No, the sweet ones were sickly though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Especially think... after having had a huge stack before. Yeah. No, because I somehow finished my Biscoff sweet sweet one, 
But I yeah, but didn't didn't you get a single stack? I did get a single stack. That is absolutely true. Yeah. See, I got a double. I should you not have that. done that. A single yeah. would have been perfectly fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Other great foods included pizzas on the first day, guys, and uh, yeah. also um, a curry uh, on day three, I believe. Or no, day two, um, etc., etc. What What else do you remember, Sarah? Uh, I remember some good cinnamon cinnamon buns. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, oh my goodness, at the botanic, mm. best brownie I have ever had. Wow, that's. <laughs> it was. It was incredible. Yeah, I mean, it may have been the view as well, but Mm -hmm. yeah. Did you have that twice, or did you? I went back for more brownie. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, what was what was your next show? Uh, So my next show was memorable for many reasons. It was called "An Evening with Great Irish Writers," and it featured an actor whose name I will insert here. Good old um, Irish name. His name was Neil O'Shea. Um, Can you believe it? Anyway, back to the pod. It was in a side room of a cafe. Um, you may be noticing a theme, pubs and cafes, but mm. I actually enjoyed this one quite a lot. Um, it was with uh, someone who started the show by saying, uh, hello guys, I, I have a cold, so please like do sit where you are sitting at the moment, sort of as far back as possible. <laughs> um, that was a bit alarming. I didn't know that had happened. Yeah, I, I, didn't, I didn't think it was <laughs> sensible to mention, to be honest. Um, <laughs> Uh, he said he said he said he did he did t- do a t- COVID test uh, just before the show and that morning and he'd been negative twice. Um, what a way to start the show! <laughs> yeah. and Please he stay of, back, guys. <laughs> he did he did clear his throat a few times and apologised as well. I was like, oh, this is not... like he said he said you can leave now. And I thought there are literally spoilers, guys. There are literally three people in this room. If I leave, um, I am literally the worst person on this planet right now. So oh, so no. I didn't I didn't leave. I stayed and saw him cough his way through um very, very good of you yeah but he was i think more of a writer than an actor but that didn't mean that he wasn't good at acting it just meant that he he sort of he read them as like some of them were obviously uh bits from plays and things um oscar wilde for instance um and and yet he read them in, in sort of like he wasn't reading voices he was sort of just reading them as if they were text and sort of bring out the language which is what i was really, really there for anyway um which is great and um yeah he uh there was a bit of joyce in there which is my favorite irish writer and um, and it just made me appreciate um, that you know Irish literature and the accent um, that it is intended for um, is very very good. Um, but sadly for him, uh, he kept saying that um, there were meant to be five others coming. And mm-hmm. when the show uh, had ended, um, he asked the person at the door, uh, you know, what what about those those five people who who didn't show, and. Um, bearing in mind that I'd spoken to this person before the show had started and she was from Ireland and she was very nice and uh, you know um, she didn't seem like she had any ill will to this person she she said oh no 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 it wasn't five coming it was it was it was five like five were total like two didn't show up and um, like he he just his face dropped like a million miles and um, I felt very sorry for him and he basically left like two minutes after that yeah it was it was a sad time Uh, equally sad was the moment when (laughs) I was with as I say, two other audience members in this tiny, tiny venue. And th- he said, thank you for coming, guys. And basically, he'd found them on the, on the street sort of an hour previously, and they'd said, yeah, we'll come, we'll come. And yeah. um, he asked them where they were from, and they said, we're from, we're from Holland. And and, they, and he said, oh, well, your, your English will be good then. And then at the end of the show, he was like, did you did you guys understand everything? And they were like, normally with English we do, but actually with, with the accent, uh, we didn't get everything. And it just added to the awkward nature of the oh, end no. of the performance. But... The show itself was very, very good, and I would highly recommend. Well, 
very nice of you to stay and support. <laughs> yeah, it was worth the cold oh. that I caught. No, I didn't really. <laughs> Listen to the RGK kids. One of them is not a kid. Well, next show. Next show. Oh, what a show. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, no, wait, that's copyrighted. We can't use that song. <laughs> what did we see at 7.45 p.m.? We saw Frenzical. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what's that, Sarah? What's that, you ask? Uh, well, <laughs> Frenzical is Friends, the TV show, the musical. Um, um, yeah. It, um, Three out of five. Yeah. <laughs> you said it. It's it's been well advertised. Yeah. And it's got a good poster it's actually. Got it's got good social media. Though I didn't really enjoy it. Mm. Um I did think the guy who played Chandler mm. he was the best. Clearly, yeah, he was he was he was above and beyond really, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, I think um, literally almost almost every line he said got a laugh for the amount of Matthew Perry he was channeling, basically. Yes, um, yeah. Yeah, really, really good. I think it was just the songs, mm. they weren't catchy, they no. weren't memorable. No, and they weren't allowed the... to use any copyrighted music. So yeah. Like even, even the song that was clearly sort of about all the, you know, kind of thing was, yeah, just not the theme tune, was it? No, and also all of the characters seem to be sort of even more melodramatic mm. over the top versions of the yeah. characters. And there was also a, a tech problem halfway through. Yeah, actually there was, yeah. Yeah, I didn't have a good time in my seat. <laughs> no. Uh, there was an unfortunate person sitting next to me mm. and then there was a, um, what was it, a, a hen party in front of us. Mm, there was, yeah. Yeah, so... I think one of the things that didn't work was um, the way that it was, like, reveling in the in the chaos. And, like, the thing was that they were meant to be the real friends and they put on the play about their actual life. Yeah, and somehow really they were, like, actually the right age and... Didn't make sense no. to me. And, and Ross was, like, directing the whole thing and he was like, well, guys, we need to wrap this up. Like, we need to get, the, like, four seasons in the next, like, ten minutes. And... Yeah. And, like, people were coming on and it was going, like, on and off air in the little thing above. And, like, at first I was like, that's quite a clever way of doing it. But then it got really, like, it thought it was a lot clever than it really was, basically. It was just confusing. Uh, and I don't really know the storyline of Friends because when I watched Friends, I watched it on E4 in sort of skipping around like mad. I would, you know, watch the last episode one day and, you know, well, even on the same day, I'd be sort of, you know, skipping between season 10 and season three yeah and so i don't really know the story and that didn't help <laughs> my, no my also enjoyment. ross um, was trying to change the story yeah and then not being able to and whatever and yeah yeah Kid. phoebe was really underused joey was never that funny joey was only funny as the uh oh, yeah. girl who ross slept with yeah no it wasn't that pretty much sums it up <laughs> and that was the last thing i saw at the fringe <laughs> oh no uh, no, it's a pretty good thing though because we, we're going to watch a thing called uh, 100, 100 Songs in an Hour. Um, oh no, that would not have been good. For and, then we, and then we read a review and we were like, um, yeah, maybe, maybe not. You said like, it's something about spending an hour with the worst kind of adolescent teenager you've ever met or something like that. I was like, yeah, <laughs> no thanks. Um, that was my fringe. Sarah, did your fringe go on after that? Yeah, it went on for one more show. Mm-hmm. Um, so I actually went to see Mark Watson's, his full show, yeah. This Can't Be It. Okay. 
Um, no, I actually don't know how that went at all. I've not spoken to you about this, so I'm very interested. Oh, that's true. I'm a yeah. bit worried because I was really, really, really praising him before. <laughs> and if you didn't like it, which you may well not have done, then I'm going to look rather foolish. So please, you, you are... liked it. Just, just to um, kind of, I don't know, add context to this conversation. Oh, no. No, 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 no. We have not had a conversation mm. since Edinburgh. No, that's true. Other than texting. Yeah, mm. which is funny. Um, but, okay, so this is the first time you've heard about it. Mm. So, Mark Watson, uh, I went with quite low expectations, actually, mm -hmm. even though Angus had been raving about it. Yeah. Um, mainly because I think I was quite tired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. um, yeah. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, no. So... I had a nice time with my parents. We went for dinner, then we went to see it. Um, oh no, you're talking about get... the food. Oh no. No, 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 no. I'm just, I'm leading up to the show. Okay. Um, it was quite long queues to get in. He's <laughs> a popular guy. Making, popular I'm just making you panic now. Um, <laughs> no. So we got in. I did not have high expectations. Yeah. Um, okay. Funny thing about the start of the show, right? Mm -hmm. um, so my mum had got her phone out i did a photo of every stage yeah of every show that i saw mm -hmm. at the fringe yeah she was doing that for me because my phone had died uh. anyway she had her phone out and it had just started and everyone the lights went down everyone oh. started clapping yeah and <laughs> my mom's um phone torch <laughs> no turned on <laughs> and um and we were frantically laughing hysterically. <laughs> this was before it had even started. Yeah. And everyone's looking at us like, yeah. oh my goodness, what on earth is going on? And like, she's trying to turn it off. She can't. Yeah. So she like grab, t throws it to me. Yeah. I'm next to her. I'm in the middle. And so then I have it like sort of wedged yeah. into my jumper. Yeah. So that the light is not showing everywhere. <laughs> And like Mark Watson is coming on the stage and I'm <laughs> frantically trying to turn this torch light off. And then I somehow managed to turn it off, but turn it oh. back on because no. I'm pressing it too much. And yeah, no, we did get it off, but it was, it yeah. was funny. And of course, then we were wanting to laugh mm. before he'd said anything funny. So <laughs> yeah, was... that, that was a good way to start the show. Was that the, no. was that the hardest you laughed throughout the show? You can be honest. No, no, I loved it. No, oh yeah, it was really great. Yeah, and I was pleasantly surprised by it. Yeah, um, I liked him on stage, and mm -hmm. he, he he had his kids with him. Oh right. Um, who were backstage, uh -huh. and he kept he kept talking about that as like some sort of babysitter mix up, <laughs> you know. But and I sort of thought he that was like part of the joke or something, mm. and that they weren't really there. Oh right. But then. Because he talked about his divorce a bit. Yeah, he tends to do that. But then, of course, it was like, okay, but, you know, can't can't really talk about this too much because <laughs> kids back there, you know. Yeah. And I thought I thought that was part of the joke. Right. And then at the end, he brought them out. <laughs> wow. Onto the stage. And then and then he was like, there's some sort of, like, dip in the child labour policy here tonight because <laughs> I'm going to be outside at the front handing leaflets out yeah. and some of my kids. <laughs> so then all of these grown adults <laughs> walking out and his poor kids are having to hand out these leaflets. Anyway, uh, no, it was it was great. Yeah. It was a really good end to mm -hmm. the fringe. Oh, that's really good. Yeah. Um, 
can you can you sorry this is more for me than anyone else can sure. you describe it in a bit more detail because i'm just very curious about what it like <laughs> i don't know anything about what was it called again it was called it was called this can't be it okay you said that before you... didn't you you said that earlier yeah sorry yeah so the the title this can't be it is kind of around um well he talked a lot about feeling a bit lost mm. in the past few years because he's come up to the fringe every single year mm. and <laughs> the fact that he you know his career really started and took off at the fringe yeah. and so he's a real regular but he came up last year in 2020 mm-hmm. and everyone's like go home mm. and whatever um as if he didn't know that the fringe wasn't on um yeah. but this whole thing of um this can't be it is centered around him thinking about his death more right um because it was something to do with his daughter mm-hmm. saying in the middle of the night you know being scared of the monsters or something mm-hmm. or scared that he was gonna die i can't okay there was there was some sort of joke i can't quite remember exactly what it was that she yeah. was saying yeah but it then kept him awake all night thinking about, uh, you know, what would happen if, if he, if he died and Mm. he missed out on seeing his kids grow up and everything. Mm. But, you know, so, well, yeah. So all of this heavy stuff, (laughs) but covered in, you know, lots of humor and everything. But, um, goodness me. Anyway, that was kind of, what the it it doesn't sound that funny when I say no. it, when I say all of that but, no, just, but it, yeah. it was it was very yeah. funny no that's that's not good yeah yeah um oh, I'm glad I'm glad you enjoyed it uh, I should say actually that makes more sense as to why his show that I saw was called um more bang on about time and, and other such matters or something like that um I think that was the name of the show definitely more bang on about time um etc because um obviously that's referencing his other show that he that he he did in front of your family yeah now i understand <laughs> yes also after mark watson mm-hmm. uh waiting outside for a taxi because yeah. it was late and i saw abby clark the comedian and uh, she looked lost <laughs> oh i'm lost who's abby clark abby clark is a well she's a social media comedian uh, okay as in, she's done she does a lot of um tiktoks no, but I actually... I, okay, here's the embarrassing thing. I watch yeah. her on Facebook. Okay. Um, <laughs> That's all right. I'm, I'm going to embarrass James I by mentioning the name Aaron Craskell at this point. James will know who Aaron Craskell is and he'll be he'll be angry with me for saying that. I don't, I don't have TikTok. Sure. Proud to say. <laughs> no, seriously. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, quite exciting to see her in one of mm. her ASOS big puffer jackets. So... <laughs> She sounds like an icon, and I, I can't believe I missed yeah. out on her on her comedy up to this point. And I, I mean, she that. does so many she does so many videos about ASOS marketing. Yeah. People. Yeah. Of what they what they think the new trend is of mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. okay if we if we cut the material out here yeah. that will be really flattering, <laughs> um and why are we doing this oh because we've we've run out of material because we made <laughs> the biggest scarf in the world or whatever you know. <laughs> that sounds funny. Yeah. You should all go and search search her up, search mm-hmm. her stuff up. Also She's linked great. in the show notes. Her, her show notes. <laughs> Listen to the RGK kids, one of them is not a kid. So that concludes The Fringe, I think. Um, yeah. This has been The Fringe episode. But wait, it's not over because oh. <laughs> uh, there were many 5 out of 5 shows at The Fringe, guys. But do you know what else was 5 out of 5? Do you know what else was 5 out of 5? Are you interested? 
It was Sarah's GCSE's results, guys. They were five <laughs> out of five. They were great. Oh. Um, Yay. Well done, Sarah. <laughs> Thank you. I proud was... cousin. Proud, proud cousin. Oh, I was, yeah. I was glad that <laughs> they got me into the sixth form that I wanted. Mm. So it's all good. Hard work pays off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I did not enjoy GCSEs much. <laughs> um, no, I don't. Actually, the exams were right. Does. It was the revising that was just not. not, not yeah, really it's the build up towards yeah. the end. Yeah. And the amount of, the amount of like talk right. about it, like the amount of teachers Ugh. just going on and on. Yeah. You have four weeks left. <laughs> you have 32 days. Shut yeah. up. <laughs> yeah. No one thinks of time in that way. Like You know, they had a countdown as well on one of my school apps. <laughs> It literally did the hours and minutes I had. This was like this was not a joke. This was an actual teacher doing this. Oh yeah, this was a this was a program actually oh. telling me exactly how. And this was like the school would be like, be sure to check check your your um yeah. your timer. Your timer. <laughs> your countdown. <laughs> countdown the, the, to the first exam. The thing about that is this is this is like going back to an old episode of uh, Where I Lie to You, where Dave Mitchell talks about how people. Like adults set rules for the naughty kids so that the naughty kids will be fine but then the good kids who were going to obey those rules anyway also have to hear all these horrible warnings about you know i think the example he's giving is about don't look at the sun um you don't look directly into the sun and that sounds a bit like that you know some people at your school i'm sure found the countdown a good motivator but people who were already well, going to yeah. revise you know didn't need that and probably just found it incredibly stressful as it was probably designed to be to be honest anyway yeah. I anyway, think that is all in the past. <laughs> Literally all in the past. The countdown yeah. came, and you got through it, and it went rather well. Anyway. Yes. I just wanted to also apologise for the last episode's uh, sound quality. Uh, I was clearly fiddling during the episode. It was it was a strange one. Anyway, I think we lost. We lost any sense of formality in that. Um, so, yeah, apologies for that. Apologies if you can hear any background noise as well, like my radiator creaking. And, yeah, just we're, we're trying to fix the levels, but any mm. feedback is welcome. Yeah, know? hopefully I was louder in this one and Sarah was uh, the same volume, but I was, you know, I matched her this time. Um, if not, then that is unfortunate for me um don't worry sarah you didn't need to apologize for that stuff it was great um <laughs> looking forward to the future is what we are now going to do sarah yes. what does your future hold did it just begin this very day it may have done yeah i had my first sort of orientation day at my new school which mm -hmm. is sixth form now mm -hmm. um yeah other side of town yeah future is looking new and hopefully bright cool look forward to What's much about... more about that in the future episodes because yes. we've massively run out of time in this one yes. to discuss and i don't even know much about it because i've only heard two things from the, the day so well neither do i so <laughs> <laughs> what about you angus uh i am going to my third year at uni studying english Wee. Um, I have not read enough this summer. To be honest, it's um, there's no real reason for that other than that I have not been reading as much as I have in the previous summers. Um, but it's been nice to have a break and be a bit more creative yes. and do things that were not just sort of literally sitting on the sofa for hours on an end and flicking my Kindle or even laptop screen at this point, just PDFs 
um, or sometimes a actual book, an actual book. Uh, but yes, um, third year coming up and I hope it will be a good one. So yeah, that concludes our episode. Um, thank you all for listening. Hope you enjoyed hearing our reviews mm. and maybe it will encourage you to go to the fringe next year because it is a wonderful experience. Yeah. <laughs> I would not be surprised if this comes at the end of episode two of our fringe thing because i think this is a double episode guys it possibly um, might be yeah that's more re revelation for sarah and i than it is for you who can clearly see that it says part one and part two but yeah hey well done hey. for getting through part two um if you got this far you are our biggest fans and you can show us you're our biggest fans by commenting the word z edinburgh fringe <laughs> 2022 tilly you don't have to do that by the way but if but. you do, <laughs> we'll know. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>